This is Wisconsin Water News, a production of the University of Wisconsin Sea Grant Program. I'm your host, Marie Zwickoff. Today's episode is, It Takes a Family to Deal with Dangerous Currents. Chin Wu is working to build a family to deal with dangerous currents along the south shore of Lake Superior and on other beaches in the Great Lakes. Wu, a professor of civil and environmental engineering at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, made this comment during a dangerous currents workshop in late May in Ashland, Wisconsin. The event drew a variety of community members from the South Shore who wanted to learn more about this hidden but potentially lethal hazard. Dangerous currents sometimes form around islands or piers and can be caused by winds and waves on beaches. Across the Great Lakes, an average of 11 drownings and 23 rescues happen related to dangerous currents every year. The workshop, titled Preparing for Dangerous Currents, a workshop for South Shore Communities, was held as part of a two-year project that involves a team from Wisconsin and Minnesota who are working to characterize dangerous currents along Lake Superior's South Shore. They also want to determine if they can forecast the currents and develop a framework for public safety warnings and education programs. The project is focusing on six locations, three on Park Point and one each in Port Wing, the Apostle Islands, and Shawamigan Bay. During his presentation, Wu described a type of rip current that was news to me. Flash rips are strong currents that form after storms on areas of the beach that usually don't see rip currents. They flow farther out into the lake than usual beyond the near shore. They are often difficult to predict, and unlike your garden variety rip currents, no return flow of water circulates back to the shore, which can drag unfortunate swimmers far out into the lake. Wu says that flash rips are one of the most dangerous currents he's ever encountered. Wu and his research team are working on ways to use a computerized camera system combined with wind and wave condition information to detect flash rips so that beachgoers can be warned about them. So far, they have achieved an 82% accuracy rate in predicting them on one beach in Lake Michigan, and they suspect they can achieve a 90% prediction rate with additional technological tweaks. This type of warning system would be site-specific, since differing beach conditions cause flash rips, depending on geography and orientation. I happened to sit next to Shelley Holland at the workshop. She runs a business called Escape Excursions, which takes tourists into the Apostle Islands on her 27-foot Wellcraft yacht. She described what drew her to the event. I just want to soak up any information I can to be safe out there. And anything I can grab onto, I'm going to try to get so that uh, I can make sure that my people are safe when I'm out there. Holland said her most popular trip is a 22-mile excursion to Devil's Island. From there, they can get in kayaks or paddleboards if they want and go paddleboarding and kayaking through these dramatic, beautiful sea caves. And my boat's right there to assist if there's any issue or maybe they get a little afraid. It can be kind of intimidating out there, um, but it's also just majestic and beautiful. Holland appreciated hearing from National Weather Service staff members who spoke at the workshop about the forecasting resources they offer. That's really reassuring being a boater out there because I'm always looking at the weather and uh, it, it's going to dictate whether I'm going to go out or not. 
and to actually meet them and hear them talk was pretty cool. After hearing about the current state of rip current education activities along the South Shore and in Port Washington, Wisconsin, participants offered their input about what resources are needed in their communities to ensure water safety. Wisconsin Sea Grant Social Science Outreach Specialist Deidre Peroff divided attendees into six groups spread across the room, each in front of a flip chart with a different question on it. think about the question uh, there will be markers around to add your feedback on that or what you think to answer that question and then we'll rotate around all of the stations. The groups spent the afternoon switching between questions and offering their answers. Todd Bryby, Coastal Nonpoint Control and Education Coordinator with the Wisconsin Coastal Management Program, wrapped everything up, promising to share the public input with the family so that it can help direct outreach efforts. Funding for the Dangerous Currents project is provided by the Wisconsin and Minnesota Sea Grant programs. Other project partners include the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's National Weather Service, the Wisconsin Coastal Management Program, the Great Lakes Environmental Research Laboratory, and the University of Minnesota and the University of Minnesota Duluth, the Natural Resources Research Institute, and the University of Wisconsin-Madison. That's it for this episode of Wisconsin Water News, just one of the ways that Wisconsin Sea Grant promotes the sustainable use of Great Lakes resources through research, education, and outreach. Thank you to Chin Wu, Shelley Holland, Deidre Peroff, and Todd Bryby, and thank you for listening.